Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Flesh cubes, that's just nasty. We've got Ralph's 27 ways to get over the love of your life. Plus, we've got a plethora of solid daddy advice from the OG daddy himself, Joe. And we've got the Batty Comic Breakdown. It's all shway and it's all starting right now, so stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. <laughs> The real way. This is actually number uh, 13 on Ralph's list. Fun fact for you. Uh, listen to Kelly Clarkson since you've been gone on repeat. You didn't hear it from me, but that's number 13. Did I look down when uh, when they were showing the paperwork? Was that number 13 for real? Yeah. No, for, no it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> oh, I would have believed you so you much. But you thought about it. I thought about it. For like two seconds. Someone was going to reference it back. <laughs> yeah. And they would called you out hard, though. You know what? Drag me. <laughs> What's up, guys? I am so happy to be back with my crew for the Flash season a billion and five. Just kidding. Um, but we're back. I'm Drew Jones, and I couldn't do this without my amazing panel. Hey, y'all. It's Chauncey. What's going on? It's Jamie Alexander. How's it going, guys? My name is Zach Silverman. Like I said before, we have so much to get into. We've got to get into Iris doing what she does best, being a journalist, uh, Really cute parent moments between Barry and Nora and Joe and Barry and Cecile and Jenna and just a lot of parenting going on. And we have our baddie comic breakdown, which is Zach's going to break it down for you guys later on the episode. And then Chauncey, as always, has a lot of really good news and gossip. And we've got a lot to talk about Yes, in the news and gossip. We got uh, a poster for the crossover and I think there's some mixed feelings on it but before we get to all (laughs) there's some mixed emotions here on the panel but before we get to all of that what was your all's initial thoughts of tonight's episode I really it was it was filled with a lot of emotion for me and for all the characters I really enjoyed that because you know it's not a good flash episode unless there's some people crying so I always feel that way yeah, I have to agree. I really loved the connectedness between everyone. Just kind of how you paired, you know, Jen and Cecile, even Joe and Cecile, they had their moments. I just love seeing everyone's connection and how they kind of influence each other's lives depending on what they're going through in their own life. So it was nice to see that. Very nice, very nice. I'm going to have to say this was kind of uh, the standard second episode to the season opener, which I technically don't always like. A little slow, a little boring, but for the content of the episode itself, I did thoroughly enjoy it. I think it definitely was like a foundation episode. It's setting up for a lot to happen, and I'm super hyped. Um, Starting off, Cecile is losing... Her powers, and we kind of find out why that's stressing her out so much. How kind of sad was it that she like is afraid to be a bad mom? Yeah, I thought you know what I wrote down when I was watching it was it seemed like there was a theme of of like disappointment in self and like motherhood themes going on. And Cecile's point, like that, definitely was a thing. She was like, "This is my first time in a long time having a newborn," and. Yeah, she just, it was it was sad, you know? But at the same time, like, she's had a daughter, so I don't know, I don't know, it seems like maybe she was afraid that she'd be rusty at it. 
Jessica. Yeah, I think that's what she was thinking. But what's great about this time is she has Joe. And Joe is amazing. So that just, and I, you know, I think that that's what's going to make this so much different. And that's what she was able to learn from that. Even though it was sad, it's like, girl, you got Joe, though. Yeah, Joe was MVP this episode. Yes. He really was. I feel like (laughs) if she kept her powers, it would have almost... Uh, negated Joe from being a good father. And I think it was brief. I don't know if you guys saw it, but he, uh, when she, when she's like, oh, she's crying, she's hungry again, I'll get this. He almost got up and was just like, well, what am I here for? You know, so I'm kind of glad they went this route. Um, I don't know the dynamic it's going to show between Joe and, and uh, Cecile, but uh, we'll see. I think they both are super used to having to do it on their own. Obviously, Joe had to raise Barry and Iris Ooh. by himself, and then good Cecile point. seems to have had to raise her daughter Alone, so it's interesting to see them kind of do life together when they've been so used to doing it separately. That's a happy mm-hmm. thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. it's so <laughs> cute. But something one of my favorite parts of this episode was getting to see Barry and Joe kind of have <laughs> like oh Barry's like he does things too fast or she does things like without listening and blah blah. And Joe's face like the entire time, I feel like I do that with my parents all the time. Like they're like, mm hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's interesting how that works. It isn't comes it? Full, full circle for everybody, but I don't think Barry was expecting it to happen this soon. Obviously, right? Yeah, um, it's very interesting because one of the things is that you know Nora is calling him you know dad and stuff like that mm-hmm. a bit more. So like he goes to Joe and it's kind of like I don't. know It's like it's weird because he seems to have gone into the father mode, but at the same time, it's like he's still Barry, still learning himself. So of course, I just I missed the the Joe and Barry talks. Um, I think it was, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like towards the end of the last season, we didn't get them as much. Maybe mm-hmm. there was some... It was too wrapped up. Yeah, every, yeah. and Joe was wasn't on. around as much. Yeah. So it was nice that we got that moment. Because as soon as I saw it, I wrote down like, oh my gosh, I feel like we haven't seen this in so long. Yeah, and I think it was just important for him to spit it out. And as it was coming out, he was just like, oh. Sometimes when you say things out loud, it helps you assess the situation. So it's good that he had him for that. It's super cute, and I love the whole like you know you were like you were my hero. That's why I was doing all the extra stuff. And he was like, "There's a whole museum about you, the and Flash Museum, the Flash Museum." <laughs> so that was super cute, and we love that connection. Speaking of making good connections. Talk to the people for us. Oh, yes, absolutely. I would love to. So, hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all of your favorite TV shows. So from drama, reality, sci-fi, and more, there's no network that works harder to serve you television fans. So we need your help. So we're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. So by subscribing, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made just for you, and you'll help After Buzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about pesky notifications, don't be, because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel and check out AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and we will thank you on air. So for now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV Talk. You already know we have mad love for our Flash fans. You guys keep it real All with up us. in the chat. All up in the chat. Wow. What's up, everybody? Hi to Black Magic ninety nine, Ivan Soto, Chris Moe. Jasmine Jones. Jasmine I said Jones. I hit you up yes. last time. I remembered you, girl. What's up, Jasmine? It's What's up? To see you guys back for another season with us. I love chatting with you guys. Um, you guys, whether you're a meta or not, there's one thing that we have all had experience with, and that is breakups. And Cisco, I don't know about y'all. I, I, I haven't. 
No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm I, kidding. I, I, I bring up with people. I'm trying to go with me. No, I'm counted. just kidding. That's not, that's not true. <laughs> um, but our boy Cisco is really going through it. And who better to get you back in your groove? Good old Ralph. Oh, my God. Ralphie Ralph. Like the worst person. <laughs> that massive book they just threw down on the table. The Ralph, book of Ralph. The, the book of Ralph. I don't know I why, it. but it made me think of, because Black Lightning, they named, like, all of Aussies, and they named each episode the book of what, like, so-and-so. And so for some reason, I was it's like... a little weird. I was like, oh, Black Lightning reference. It's not really a Black Lightning reference, but I want it to be. Um, do we... How do we feel about Ralph and Cisco's team up? I mean, I like it, because remember last episode, we were kind of talking about having Cisco a little bit more involved and, you know, trying to figure out Ralph and what role he was going to play. So I really like that in this episode, they had those two play off of each other so well with, like, the Fiji joke and the voicemail and the Yogi's affirmations. and But they had some really cute moments there. So just as far as characters, I appreciated that um, evolvement from last episode to this one. You know, I'm going to have to say I don't like it. Oh, Yeah. Okay. It's kind of like we're taking... St- a main character that we've had from season one, obviously, and just tossing him to the side, kind of putting him in the box of, like, the Caitlyn box, where it's just kind of, like, such a side, side story. Um, the first episode, we didn't even get to see Cisco and Ralph really use any type of powers. And in this episode, they show up and they're like, you know, Cisco had the funny joke of being like, oh, yeah, I already got this, or whatever he said. Um, I know there's too many characters to involve every time. But I don't want to see that every single episode. I'm hoping they don't do that continuously every episode. I actually like that. I mean, I, I know I said it last episode. I, I I know that it's a superhero show, but, you know, it's one of those things where I think, I mean, it was a little bit of a mixed bag with Ralph last season. I felt like there was too much of him at times. And I mm. feel like this season, we're getting to know him more as a character without the uh, moments of, you know, when he was kind of falling into wallowing about being afraid about dying and stuff. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. we're getting Ralph the detective. Ralph, we get to know a little bit of his dating kind of history. We get yeah. to know him more as a, as, as a full-fledged character, and I actually enjoy that a bit more. I will say, I was getting a little, t- and I hate to say this, like, I was getting a little tired of... Um, of Cisco's plotline. Yeah, because it was... I like, felt like it was a bit, like... I felt like it was a bit one note. I was like, was it that serious? Like, did I miss some episodes where it was like... I don't know. They're trying to play off the fact that they vibe together, that they're so connected now. Yeah. And it's just that much harder. I wrote something down. It's like... um it's the equivalent of not deleting your ex on Instagram, and you only have like three friends <laughs> on Instagram. Okay. So he's just like continuously seeing the feed. Can't so relate. I just... I don't know. I, I would like to relate to it. I would like to say, hey, I feel for you. But um, just like you, yeah, I'm not... I was tired of it. It was a bit... It was just kind of like, I'm so sad, guys. I can't even... I'm like, yo, there's a meta going on around town. People yeah. might die. Yeah. You gotta suck it up, dog. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I just felt like... Yeah. I was just like, you needed to suck it up a little bit. I know, I'm like, I really don't think the writers are going in this direction but sometimes they get a little too comfy with Caitlin and Cisco where like mm. the lines blurred of friendship and like borderline flirtationship. Yes, I and saw I that don't, again. Don't do it. I would like to see <laughs> no. that. I'm okay with that. Don't no. I don't would love to her. see that. Get, what's the name? Let's what's the <laughs> ship name? Let's ship this. Drew has a list. Don't put her with <laughs> Don't put her with Ralph. Don't put her with Cisco. Get Snowberry, not a thing. Oh my god. I'm ready. I'm like, no. They are too good of friends, I will say. Yes. But it would be adorable for like a split second. And then outside no. that it just 
for no. a split second. There are no split second relationships in Flash. People get married. Excuse like, me, right? that's Flash time. A split second is like all of an hour, maybe. I, I guess what I'm saying is that like all the relationships end up becoming very serious. Like even Cisco and Gypsy got super serious mm-hmm. really quick. I mean, we saw someone and then it got kind of serious. Everyone seems to kind of fall in love. Like even mm-hmm. like old Harry, like stupid, not stupid Harry, but like not just smart. Just too many of them. Yeah, not <laughs> smart Harry. He met that scientist woman, fell in love with her until he was killed. Like if they put them together, you might as well just say they're in game for a bit. See, but yeah, the- and I don't like. Listen, if they're gonna if they're gonna shove that down our throat, <laughs> do it the season, the final season. I'll I will I'll say okay, the final season because they here's it. Hear me out. They wouldn't have to build up a flirtation because they've been doing it for they, forever. They could do what like a Joey and, and Rachel thing. No. I hated that. Oh, no. I hated it. Yeah, no. For those of you who haven't watched Friends, it wasn't towards like the last season. It was like the second to last season where like you had enough time to get over it. And then but it we already like, knew that Ross and Rachel were going to... This is not a Friends After Show. But not we, already, after yeah, show. we already knew that they were going to be in game. I there's think it no would be nice. Else, there's no one else that we would... I don't know. You guys let us know in the chat. Yeah, if you all are go. team... Cisco, Cisco and Caitlyn. If you're Team Snow Bear, I don't even want to hear it because that's just not like it's I'm, not happening. That's it, what's happening. We, we like five snow vibes. It was that's like a non-existent little snow bit at this point. Snow vibes, vibe, vibe snows, vibe killer vibe, killer vibe, oh, team killer, killer vibe. vibe. Are we team but killer that shit vibe or not? Would kill my vibe. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> now that was good. Thank you. Oh, I'll be here all night. Okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're tired of him being sad. So yeah, we're tired. We're tired of it. Um. What something that's interesting to me about Caitlyn is that she does things in the name of friendship, but a lot of times it's actually her just deflecting <laughs> off of yeah. her own problems, and it kind of drives me crazy. Like tonight's episode, she's obviously um, deflecting, you know, this whole death certificate. She doesn't want to face the truth, which we find out. Right? Yeah. Her mom, you know, forged the death certificate. Which are we really that surprised? No, no, I'm not. It kind of makes sense for all the things she's done in previous seasons, I feel like. Like, her immediate need to, like, stomp out Killer Snow. Or Killer Frost. Yeah. Why did I say Killer Snow? And she's a powerful and controlling character as well. She's pretty much of a boss, so sometimes that tends to be somebody who wants to control the situation because they think that's what's best. Not only because she's a boss, but it's because she's her mom. I felt like, I mean, and I, I agree, and I, I think also it was weird to me that Caitlyn kind of jumped to the conclusion of, oh, if my dad faked his death, that meant he didn't want to be around. Like, we're in a metaphilled universe. There might have been other reasons why yeah. he had there to There could have been you. so many reasons. So, so it's kind of like, they kind of jumped to this idea of he didn't want to be with me. I don't know. It was, I mean, I know it was needed for the plot to kind of connect it with Cisco's issue Mm -hmm. of you know getting over and trying to take a chance but I thought it was kind of like she's a very smart woman it seems weird that she went in it's just a go-to play down all the possibilities it's an easy go-to yeah it's it's like mm. it wouldn't be a DC comic without some daddy issues though so I feel like it had like it was gonna come (laughs) out somewhere (laughs) you show me a DC character that doesn't have daddy issues and I'll give you a high five because I'm not giving you (laughs) um Speaking of uh, daddy issues, just kidding, not daddy issues, she has the perfect daddy, uh, Iris <laughs> yes, is on her journalist game. Oh my gosh, that was so awesome to watch. It was nice to see her back in action. It's about time. Yeah. Like, I, like, I love her doing, I loved her being like the leader last season, but I think where she really thrives is journalism, and so we kind of got to see that this episode mm-hmm. with the whole gridlock situation. Um, where do we think she's going with that? With the gridlock situation, yeah. or just like, uh, 
Well, I don't, I don't know if you want to. No, I, I just, uh, I was going to say with the gridlock situation, I think this is kind of an episode where everybody's so-called getting their power back. Mm. So I I don't know maybe where she's going with her end game, but I think she's getting her power back, getting back into I her like groove, getting back into what she does, and who knows where it will go. But yeah. she even had like a little confirmation when the dude that was in the chair was like, yes, I've read your blog. I know Gridlock. Right? I love right. that. Yeah, you know, so. <laughs> I'm like a about that. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I, I enjoyed that because I enjoyed that she just, uh, she came up on the job and, and he, it was already that kind of dynamic, like, Iris, uh, great to see you. Like, I know what you're here for. And mm-hmm. I love that because, mm-hmm. you know, it's been, we haven't gotten that. Like, she's kind of investigated stuff, but to know that she's getting that Sort well, of. It's a little lowest lane. Yeah, a little lowest yeah, lane. I took the words out of my mouth. Yeah, but it's like it's Iris mm. West and she's doing the. And that, you know, I, I always love like DC does reporters when they give that kind of focus, they do that actually pretty well when it comes to like the the role of journalism and things of that nature. So I, I really enjoy that aspect. I did notice she didn't say hi to Barry and Nora. When she was on the job, she was kind of left, but I understand she was on her job. She was throwing shade over that. that. She didn't. She was looking over and was jealous of it. Yeah. But I think that was okay. I think she had a moment, but she's like, I'm doing my job. They're doing theirs. I'll have to get to this later. I didn't really feel like she was kind of like, they're uh, not paying attention to me. I read that the completely wrong mm. way. I kind of looked at it as if she was like snooping up on them and just kind of, I mean, she was doing her job, but like had an excuse to actually be like, oh, you know, they're really close yet again and, like, not going to pay any attention to me. See, I feel like she... Because, I mean, we've seen a bunch of people in this episode try to prove, you know, their worth to someone else. I feel like she was trying to kind of, like, be like, I'm cool, too. I do cool stuff. Right. Check out your mom being a... <laughs> yeah, the detective part. She's, like, Team uh, West Down. And, yeah. like, uh, you know, XS was just kind of, like... But I feel, okay. like when, yeah. I feel like when she popped up, she kind of was just like, yeah, I'm going to do my own thing because I'm a journalist. And yeah. I have stuff going on too. Yeah. How did you guys feel when she broke into uh, Barry's office? She got well, permission. She, well, she, she, got, him. So, she told him. Oh, I totally he told missed him. out. Yeah. On that. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't that. know. We love an honest relationship. Right. right. <laughs> I don't know. Did she tell him what she was going to do there, or did she, she said just say she, I want to use it? She needed to use his. Uh, she just yeah, study asked. for some stuff. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, she looked at the cameras, but uh, I think she kind of figured. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's very highly. Okay, but do you think Barry would mind? Yes. Why? Oh, Barry, the man who has changed the timeline multiple times. Is to sit. look at, like, the police's footage that's not... Yeah. So, like, press Barry. isn't allowed to look at that kind of stuff. His I, daughter from the future is also not allowed to be on the scene I, of the crime. Oh, she's totally messing up the timeline on that. Like, she's know, more she's present doing. in it, and now, uh, what's his face? Well, I, wasn't even, I wasn't even referring to, like, the, the <sighs> timeline. I yeah. meant more of, like, you can't just bring anybody onto a scene of a crime. Yeah, no, that's what I was talking so, about. But I'm, I'm thinking he, he probably is not, like, gonna be like, what's Iris doing? Yeah, they, Where's they, the they have the Jack and stuff yeah, since day because, one. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, because also, isn't it like a blurred line of, yeah, she's an investigative reporter, but she's also um, Team Flash and, mm-hmm. like, Star Labs, and they have to find out if there's a meta or something. Because wasn't most of that stuff in-house anyway, but then the satellites, blah, blah, blah. So, I mean, I feel like the only reason she needed to go to his spot was yeah. simply because their equipment's down because she's been checking up on folks. Yeah. <laughs> big facts, big facts. It's uh, really showing her worth, though, in it as well because they relied yes. so heavily on the uh, the system last season. Thank yeah. God it was destroyed because now she's out and about in the field. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's your point prior where you were like, oh, she's just in the back like being a leader. Yeah. She's I like just, this now. She's just doing her thing while Barry is, you know, learning to be a daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so um, we see that, you know, Nora really wants to prove 
what she can do. That's clearly not working out too much as they come into contact with our baddie of the week, which is um, Block. Is that just the name? That yeah, decided? Vanessa <laughs> Jensen. <laughs> I tried looking her up. Uh, I didn't really find much about her online. I don't know if this was just kind of a, a made up. character for the episode. I mean, she was like a super, like, subpar character. Yeah. Um, We see that she can turn people into flesh cubes, which, okay, gross. Like, that was... Like this, whoever does the sound effects for the show, I almost had to take my because yeah, it was yeah. so juicy in my ear. I just I didn't know what to do with that. I didn't. Yeah, it was nasty. I don't like it. I don't like it at all. But um, Vanessa is part of the East Street Skull Gang, which yeah, is some e- of the pe- East Street Skull Gang. Some of the bad guys that uh, Barry dealt with in prison. Mm-hmm. She has the ability to kind of like take atoms and shrink them, make them smaller. Um, and we see that when she squishes Bobby Moretti mm-hmm. and steals all the armor and weapons and whatnot. Um, it was my understanding. Like, she said she was locked up for four years. So does that mean she got her... her uh, that's what I was she trying got to her understand. powers in prison? Like, that's you think that was with the particle? Like. Like, because at first, I remember you said something, and I thought maybe we had seen her prior, mm-hmm. like, very briefly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think she was locked up when... The whole particle accelerator exploded, and she kind of got her powers in there. But I don't understand why she's just breaking out now. Well, I think did, yeah. did she, didn't she get out? I don't think she broke out. I think she was released. But that's kind of weird. It's like yeah. so she got those powers, and she just kind of waited. Maybe she didn't realize she had. I mean, maybe she didn't realize she had those powers. But then I feel like too with the show, they've always showed how the person got their powers, even if it was just a moment. So it would have been kind of nice to see what part mm-hmm. of the. Particle accelerator exploded where, whether it was in the prison or when she was previously yeah. working with I feel with like them. it was in the prison because if you think about her power, like normally the powers always relate to either something they do or like if she's in jail, you're kind of confined in one small space. You feel claustrophobic. Maybe there. So maybe that's like how her powers No, because the, they, the way they describe it is they condense the air particles to where there's nothing can pass through it. So, But like, I mean, there's not necessarily a science, like. Science, too. I'm just saying, like, the well, idea of... Yeah, we, well, I mean, we want to find the science. There, there is science, but I'm saying <laughs> the, the point of the power is to normally play into whatever they were doing. In prison, a lot of people often say, like, it feels like I can't breathe. I feel like I'm trapped. I feel like everything's getting smaller. Her power does that. So I It was a like, metaphor for her prison you. time. Well, we're just going to have to take that because they didn't give us much <laughs> they didn't else. give us anything <laughs> Works else. Works for me. Works, yeah. But you guys in the chat, let us know what you think. Um, So... Right, how do we feel about Nora? Because, like, I love Nora, but at the same time, she kind of gets on my nerves. Really? Like, I love Nora. Don't get me wrong. Yes. I think she's a great addition. It's just, it gets kind of, I think because she's so much Barry and Iris that right now she's the annoying parts of Barry and Iris. <laughs> like, the need to prove something, the need to, like, you know, one up and all the things that we kind of had to deal with Barry season one. Like, it's just, like, right. having that all over again. But I like that Barry's kind of getting a taste of his own medicine and having to, like, coach through it. Yeah, I mean, I I thought she was adorable towards the end of the episode. It was kind of... I mean, it's one of those things I tend not to like kids in most, like, <laughs> shows. Because I do think sometimes they play that obnoxious character. Like, they didn't listen. So now the problem gets exasperated because of what this kid... It's kind of like a... Sometimes a lazy plot device to complicate the plot line by making... 
the kid do something. And I think there's times when, yes, I mean, how old is Nora supposed to be? Like, I, I feel she's like she's out supposed of to be college. In, so. Yeah, she's yeah. supposed to be in her twenties. You know, and yeah. there are times, there are times when she kind of comes off like a like a teenager yes. or even a preteen kind of. And I know that's maybe that's because she's around her dad and that's making her that way. But there are times when it's like, oh my god, it's so obvious she's not going to listen. Like, but I feel like towards the end of the episode with her situation. She got to that point where she, you know, she took Vanessa to the hospital. She listened. Yeah. You know, I thought I thought it kind of came around a little bit. We have a, a Nas, Nas, with an S in the, in the uh, chat says, I think the writer's... Uh, Nas. 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 Looks like Nas. Oh, all right. Whatever. Uh, squashed uh, Nora's potential as a character. Uh, they should have went in the route uh, where she's nothing like her parents because she wasn't raised by her dad and Iris changed after Barry disappeared, which is kind of... Mm. Uh, I kind of... But then you think of a character like Wally, who wasn't really right... I mean, like, he didn't have Joe around, his mom was clearly going through it, and mm-hmm. he we didn't see the same, like... We saw some rebellion, but it wasn't, like, this childlike rebellion like it was it is with Nora. Yeah, and I think Nora's so obnoxious, too, because of the Flash Museum. So she's really... She's really looking at things... She is. She's just another Barry. And the way that she's looking at everything and wanting to fill his shoes so quickly. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I just, she bothers me a little bit too with being, acting so young-minded than older and, you know, I don't know. I, I just yeah. can't, I can't really wrap my mind around her character all the way yet or why they made the choices that they did with her not, her being like the parents and not opposite I guess for me, I would prefer a chipper Nora than uh, overly, you know, no offense to emos or anything like like emo types, you know, scenesters, mm. like like an emo. Not a face, mom. Yeah, I would. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be the most. That's the most obnoxious child trope or yeah. you know, young person trope in shows, in my opinion. So I prefer that they didn't go that route, where it's like I hate you, dad, because you died or something like yeah. that. Like we don't. I, I I felt like I didn't want that. So I guess I'm. It's kind of like a lesser evil what she is right now. Yeah, it's too like, much she of a kind of acts switch. that way with uh, Iris though. Well, she yeah, acts that way with Iris, but it's more silent, right? It's more subdued. It's not like it's night and day though. You're not. It's it's you can see when she's <laughs> around Barry and, and then when she's around Iris, it's just kind of like obviously we're going to get to know what the story is and why yeah. what that is. But I don't know. It's I don't like that way. Yeah, it's very, it's definitely interesting. I hope we see kind of more into what the situation is with her and Iris because it's getting a little old. Be nice to our girl Iris, okay? And it seems like it's getting a little worse. Like she, yeah, it's like she was like Team West Allen. She was really like, mm. like that was probably the most stink face I've seen from Nora. I was like, what happened? Know, she has some attitude, <laughs> but it's kind of making sense to uh, some of the uh, last season when we got to see her. And how chipper she was, and the one time she wasn't chipper was when she met Iris, and then she went mm. around the corner and then made that like evil looking face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's kind yeah. of playing into this season now. Yeah. So I'm kind of understand because remember we were talking about maybe it's twins, the evil and a good one, and now it's kind of all coming together um, mm. as to why that face was there. That definitely makes a lot of sense. Um, so let's talk about Cicada. Cicada. Okay. Cicada. 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 No, it's okay. It, Listen. It, it, it is. It, we'll say Cicada only strictly because of the oh Darth God, Vader that freaking. Noise just no, did. yeah, you did a great version <laughs> of that. Jamie just did the noise. So it's, it's Cicada. No, it's Cicada. I, I'm assuming I was, it's going to be Cicada because of the bug noises he was, was making, say, breathing through know. the ventilator like Darth I, Vader. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> that's the exact sound that's. Like, I'm from the South. Cicadas like, come there. That's the exact sound they make. And I was just like, 
getting creeped out by it because it gave me flashbacks of summertime. Um, those things are loud as hell. So he shows up. We see that his little lightning rod thing can knock out people's powers. And so he just starts handing major ass to everyone. Just Cisco, mm-hmm. Ralph, Barry. He's you like, go. you can catch these hands. You can catch yeah. these hands. You have these hands. Um, got some Chris Klein. In the beginning, yeah, who's playing him? You yes. know, where like, was he, by the way, when he sat like, down <laughs> in that little locker room? Did, did we kind of? He said something about come downstairs. I don't know. Is he a fighter? Come to or the something? floor. Or yeah, something? it seems like there's a team of them. They might have a little hub because their whole mission seems, of course, to take out the metas or whatever. But it seems like they have a whole little I don't know. hub. I think he's just a regular. Wait, so I don't. Okay, maybe that looks like me. it was work. Yeah, I don't. He's not from the future. Correct? No, it's different. Yeah. So I think this is my theory on the situation because he stopped when Nora yelled dad. At the beginning of the season, or was it last the season finale of last season, he's seen like holding like a or we see like a burnt like teddy bear or some something like that. Which is interesting because I might have missed that, but then I guess that makes sense when Excess came through and was like, Dad, he yeah. was like <gasps> I'm sentimental saying, all of a sudden. Was that in the last episode? That was either, or was that the first episode? I think it was episode? last season. Last season, season finale last season. Chat helped me out. Yeah, chat helped me out with this. I don't remember. A he, I don't remember that. Oh, oh, it was in the... Because one of the pictures that I have up tonight is the... It was like a, a flash forward or something. He was like seeing something. Because um, we did see the the lightning bolt uh, on a desk, yeah, with kids, and stuff. it was like a it was like a, the yeah. house was all messed up, and there was yeah. like kid stuff or whatever. Yep, yep, yep. So I think there's going to be some tie mm-hmm. about he has a daughter or something. Something happened to the kid. He had a moment of like I'm trying to remember what the comic book was. I know it's uh, I don't know if they're going to go the route of the comic book, but um, I mean, do you guys want to know? Uh, yeah, weekend, weekend. In, in the comic books, he um, he's technically from like the past, uh, like eighteen ninety something. Or well, whatever. wait before we hop into <laughs> it. This is this <laughs> okay, is. So that's why we're yeah. gonna go ahead and we're hop not into it. Stop. We're gonna... This is our baddie comic breakdown for those of you who are new to the show. Actually, this is a new segment itself. Um, every week, we will be breaking down a new comic book baddie. In this case, it's our boy Cicada Cicada Tomato. Um, he, Zach is going to break it down, <laughs> compare the comic books, and see if there's any similarities in the show right now. Yeah, basically, we just wanted to see how well the uh, story development, uh, you know, the team did in getting like likeliness of the comic books. Um, sometimes they're like spot on, and sometimes they're just uh, way out of left field. Uh, clearly, they won uh, way out of left field on this one. Uh, they wanted a more relatable character. We got Chris Klein. Um, uh, Cicada, Cicada in the comic books uh, is an older man um, who actually has lived over the centuries to um, kill baddies. Uh, kill metas. Sorry, he does not like metas. Um, here's a, con- a picture of... Uh, the Flash versus him uh, mm. battling, which hopefully we'll get to see some like yeah, cool scenes like great. this. Um, you know, he steals powers from Metas uh, initially, being able to kill them. Um, so I don't know. In the comments, please let us know what you guys think. Um, here's a, a, a shot from tonight. I mean, they, they kind of get the likeliness of it. It is only episode two, obviously, so they're still being um, uh, dark and mysterious about who the big baddie is. Um, but, uh, we get to see his weapon tonight and I think, I think at least for the comic books to the show, they did a pretty good job of mimicking it. Sometimes the comic books show, you know, more zigzags. It's a little hard to see it in this picture here, but, um, I like what they did with it. 
you know? It seems think? like in the cartoon, not cartoon, the comic, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he had, it's a handle. Yeah. Um, but in Which the show, yeah, in the show, it's just a straight <laughs> up. And that's why when I first saw it, I thought it was like a flash symbol type thing mm-hmm. because right. it's just a straight light, lightning bolt. But this one, it seems like it's more of a dagger. I don't know if they did that because they wanted to be a little bit more PG-13 with it, that he didn't straight yeah, up have I think, a knife. I think they wanted to do it for technology purposes because what mm. was that thing that Cisco said he had? It started with an M. I don't know my tech stuff, but the way he was able to magnetically attract that thing back to his hand, I think it would yeah. make more sense not to have the handle if he's going to be yeah. slinging it like a boomerang. Which, yeah. Oh, Which I wonder saying. if okay. there's another reason they did that because like Cisco gets cut really deeply on both hands with mm. it and I'm wondering like... What if that will have some effect? Yeah. Well, when I was looking through photos of this, and unfortunately I couldn't find it again. Uh, someone freeze framed, um, I think from last episode, from last episode, uh, the hilt of it, and um, you could see a hint of Star Lab like metal on mm. on mm. the the back end of the knife. Um, I don't know if it's a real photo. Uh, I was trying to find it again for tonight and couldn't, unfortunately. So um, I guess mm. we'll, we'll find a out. Theory? I know, <laughs> Did right? he get it from Starla? You know, you know. I know we were saying that maybe it was a thing where he, when she said "dad." At first, I don't know, maybe because it's Chris Klein, but I was like, "Is that her ex or something from like the future?" That, but he probably had kids or something, and the whole dad think like, "I don't want to kill someone's father." But I think what it was is why he, he it, killed his own wife and daughter. You think he killed his own in the comics? I'm, I'm trying to remember. The comics. I should have brushed up on it. Um, mm-hmm. he, I, he killed his wife. I know that, and I think he had a daughter who he might have killed as well. Mm. Chat, you could fact check me, please. Help me out with this. Uh, and yeah. yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> I do think it's very interesting that without their powers, they weren't nearly as like they they kind of were like defenseless. Like I think someone in the chat even said it because it's interesting because you see like other DC, you know, Black Lightning, Supergirl, yeah. Arrow, which I just don't even like mentioning <laughs> Arrow. Legends of Tomorrow, they all can fight. And it, <laughs> yes! They all can, trying to fight. They all can throw hands. But then, our boys... Very oh, trained for this, though. He's had actual, like, I, combat fighting training, right? Uh, I was have, thinking the same thing, like, Have we Barry. not seen any of that? I thought we I had. mean, that was rough. Maybe it threw them off. And, but you also, like, also, Sagata, he kind of had powers, right? So it's like, he probably maybe just was way swifter or something. Because, you know, Barry looked like he was about to, you know, really hook him, but he couldn't. I'm, I'm just saying, Cisco, <laughs> Ralph, go yeah, to your local 24-hour fitness, hit up one of those <laughs> Taekwondo classes, you got it. It's It's fine. Um, before we hop into predictions, you have news and gossip. Lots of news and gossip. Love it. Yes. Okay, so the first bit is that the Flash and Green Arrow swap costumes in Crazy Elseworlds crossover <laughs> poster that was revealed this week. Um, I've got a lot of mixed feelings. I don't know how y'all feel in the chat and on the panel. You are. But the CW has released the first poster of the December crossover event. In it, the Flash, Grant Gustin, and Green Arrow, uh, Stephen um, Amell, are switching things up. The poster for Elseworlds finds Amell in the Flash suit with Gustin wearing the Green Arrow's hood and leather. So Amel tweeted out the poster himself, writing, My name is Barry Allen, and I am the fastest man alive. Oh, no, Lord. What could possibly be happening in this crossover, y'all? You already stole this man's <laughs> wedding day. <laughs> now no you're wearing his 
I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Also, the first image of Superman in a black suit and Grant Gustin um, on set in the photo on set as well uh, was also showed this week. Uh, there's more info, more and more being revealed about the crossover Elseworld and we already know that Batwoman will be making an appearance and we now get a glimpse of Superman's black suit and Grant Gustin, who I think many of us know is a big Superman fan, was pretty much like in awe Geeking of this moment. Of so that was really cool. Cute. Also, it's been noted that with Superman comes Lois Lane and we'll be seeing her as well. So maybe her and Iris <gasps> can have a, a journalistic moment in the crossover. Also, the Flash's Candace um, Patton, Iris, and Nora currently said that Iris and Nora get on a really great path following this rough start that we've already been talking about. You know, many have wondered since the season five premiere how long Iris and her from the future daughter will be on the outs. Patton said in a recent interview that viewers know that things are set to get a little easier or they in between the mother and daughter duo. She says it won't be that way for very long. We've got a couple of episodes where Iris and Nora are finding their way and then we see them kind of reconcile and get on a really great path. So, you know, there's hope, guys. Yeah. Also, the CW and See Her, um, hashtag See Her, has announced their new partnership. Um, the the CW and See Her are joining forces. See Her is a movement launched in 2016 and spearheaded by the Association of National Advertisers, ANA. Um, its mission is to see all women and girls portrayed accurately in media by 2020, the 100th anniversary of women gaining the right to vote. Their partnership includes co-sponsoring the network's fall launch event, which already happened this week. Um, and also presenting at the Critics' Choice Awards. And the fall launch happened, and our girls from The Flash were also there, and it was called Powerful Programming, Powerful Women. It was a panel discussion that included many of the leading ladies there where they talked about the role that women played. And included in this was Sheathority, which is an online collective focused on amplifying women's voices, co-founded by our own leading lady of The Flash, Candace Patton, and Legends of Tomorrow, Katie Lotz. Um, later, the CW and See Her will present the third annual See Her Award at the Critics' Choice Awards um, on January 13, 2019, which airs on the network. Oh, so, sure. a lot of women power going on, y'all. Gotta love that. Yes. Love my woman panel panel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes. He stays in our good graces. I'm okay. I'm bringing it back to this. I'm bringing it back to this this poster. I really don't know how I feel about this crossover. You can't it's get really over this it's, Listen, when I saw it today, I was just like, Iris girl. If that's your new man, you better run. I like the non chin strap with the beard look, though. Really? I think that that works well. No, no, I'm confused. It confuses me because it looks like Barry with a beard. Yeah, he fills the costume. I will say, Grant Gustin looks icy as heck in the Arrow costume. Yeah, he looks good. Yeah, I just am no longer a fan of Arrow. I just feel like it's just it's. You know, the thing is, it doesn't seem like it makes sense for the Arrow character to have a beard because don't you want to be your slickest? I mean, it probably doesn't matter as a. I think Arrow used to have in the comics. He had like a whole thing going on. Yeah, as Arrow. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like I'm talking about the Flash, though. Yeah, I meant the Flash. Like the Flash wouldn't have a beard. Because he has to be as fast as he can, and yeah. he wouldn't want oh, speed getting caught by his beard. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's kind of like you know, it's like he's swimmers not even who shave to be the like everything. <laughs> everything. everything. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know about this guy. I don't know. You guys are gonna <laughs> have to sell me on the CW because I'm not buying yet. Um, but before we go, let's get into our predictions for 
next week, this season. We didn't get to see the preview for next week, so <laughs> we're just getting wild with it. Zach? What are you looking at me for? Because your predictions. Oh, my predictions of next week. Um, I'm hoping we get to see a little bit more of a storyline with um, like a, a little side story with Cisco and Caitlin, and they actually delve a little bit more into this like missing father kind of thing. Mm. Um, she had a big blow up about. I don't want to find out who it is and that nice heartwarming moment. So I'm hoping that wasn't just that and we're going to leave it for like five episodes and then they reference it again. I'm hoping next episode will be something of like a little outing. Yeah, I was kind of thinking the same thing. I just want to see him dive into this birth certificate, find out what's going on. I, again, still want to see Nora and Iris come to some kind of a resolve or I would like a clue, an inkling, a sentence, something that gives me peace about what Iris possibly could have been functioning like in Nora's life for her to be so just off it for right now. So it'd be nice to get a little bit of that um, next episode. Yeah, for sure. I I um, am hoping that maybe someone sits down and says, how do we figure out how he doesn't vanish? You know, because it was kind of revealed. And then Iris, of course, was optimistic, saying, oh, we'll just deal with it when it happens. But I don't know if that's the best approach. It's yeah. kind of like... She's from the future. Can she not, like, you know, tell something without it breaking some rules? So I, I kind of hope we, we get a little bit more into that. And I don't know. I'm kind of hoping that this Caitlyn thing doesn't drag on for most of the season. So if they can, like, tie it up by the next two episodes, I would hope for that. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> I hope we get to see uh, Cicada's backstory fairly soon. Yeah. I feel like we're going to just because of the whole dad situation. Like, mm-hmm. I kind of have to, yeah. yeah I feel like Chat's going wild about like what the comic books is. I so think, it's... yeah, I definitely think the re- whatever his vendetta against Meadows has to do with him having a kid and mm-hmm. I'm imagining something happened where he either was in a situation where he like accidentally killed him or a meta killed him or maybe like something happened and he didn't die because he's a meta. I don't know. But I feel like that somehow ties into it. I'm really wanting... I want Killer Frost back. She's the more tolerable out of her and Caitlyn, in my opinion. <laughs> really? So, yeah, I like, Killer, I like Killer I Frost a lot that. more, so I okay. want Killer Frost back. Um, and I see people in the chat are saying Cisco might die, and I rebuke <sighs> that in I the name it. of the DC Universe. Well, I know the next episode, oh. The Death of Vibe or something, but I don't yeah, think that's what we're going to see. Yeah, it's titled something like that. Yeah, I don't think Cisco's going to die. Well, then maybe because he doesn't get his powers back from when they got stripped with Cicada... But then his, he got his powers back because he vibed the certificate, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Dot, dot, dot. I don't <laughs> so, know. But, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I hope they don't kill him off. That'd be, you know, we don't much, need that. Too much. But we will have to wait until next week to find out. But until next time, uh, where can they find you guys? Zach. Yeah, guys, my name is Zach Silverman. You can find me all across social media at Zach with a C-H Silverman, too. And I am Jamie Alexander. You can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander. Hey y'all, it's Chauncey K. Robinson again, and you can find me on Twitter at Miss Chauncey KR and also on my YouTube at The Twisted Girl Next Door. And I'm your girl Drew Jones. You can find me on all the things at OK Drew J. And tomorrow night on the Black Lightning After Show, you already know where it is, so come see me. Until next time, guys, we'll see you next week. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 